Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. It's Josh. We're back. And it's Al. Another week. Yeah. Yes. This is pod 15. Oh, so. we're up to 15. Wow. Yeah. Pod-wise. Seems I mean, like we've been doing this for a lot longer. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, still got the music going. Hang on, guys. Oh, what? I could have just turned it now. Oh. We well, can probably edit this out. Oh, well, okay. Let's All right. Anyway. Man. Hey, guys. Anyway, we're back. Uh, so, yeah. We got uh, some more news, as usual, this week. Um Hope everybody had a good week. So, I'll start listing what we're going to be talking about here. I've got some uh, Leto Joker details, minor details, uh, some uh, Captain America news, Kingsman sequel news, Jessica Jones trailer review, Spectre song review, Avengers deleted scene with Thor review, and we also got a Batman discussion. So Sweet. Yeah. So, let's start with the Leto... Um, news here uh he just gave out a minor detail on his joker in a way i mean he was at a dubai music week q a and there was an audience member who had a batman shirt on so he called him out and basically said uh you know he's brave to be wearing that shirt and then he gave out his joker laugh uh, i didn't hear the audio i don't know if there is audio available but i'm pretty sure it's pretty sinister <laughs> So he also said that uh, once the movie comes out, you know, they're going to have to lock him in a box. So that's about all we got on that. But, you know, it's pretty much what we got from the trailer. He's going to be really psychotic. I mean, he's going to, you know, if, if you know, if you thought Ledger was, he'd probably make Ledger look grounded. So I take it he was uh, he was pimping uh, 30 seconds to Mars. Probably. His his band. Yeah. So, yeah, that must be kind of weird to have a crossover career there. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, I think uh, in the very beginning, uh, like you know, when he was um, twittering his his looks as they came to be, his Joker looks. He was at a performance, and I think he gave a little tease to the Joker sound, like long before we had the trailer and all that stuff. So, oh, I think I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's pretty interesting. So I have never heard their band. Uh, is it? Have you? I haven't either. No. No. I've heard. I haven't heard. I, great I, things, I have but. the feeling a lot of people wouldn't have, haven't wouldn't have uh, bothered listening to his band if it hadn't been for his uh, other career. Right. But, yeah. But I mean, hey, if that's what helps, you know, yeah. if that's what helps his career. You know, like yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot more people listen to the Bacon Brothers thanks to Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it helped Leto for a while there because he. I don't think he really. I don't know if he chose not to work or he just wasn't getting any offers. But you know, he obviously got the Dallas Buyers Club that got him back into the stratosphere. You know, the Oscar. Uh, you know, award-winning performance. So, yeah, hopefully this Joker is going to be um, good for him, his career. Oh, I'm, oh yeah, I, he's going to be really popular. I know a lot of people aren't digging the tattoos and all, and the grill and all that, but it's still the Joker, so yeah. people are going to love that stuff. So, but you know, go back, go back to history in all these cases. Most most time, you're going to find that everything was everything just worked out like the Heath Ledger. When I first saw his image, I was really like, what the hell is this? Cause he had the scarred yeah. up face. And I was like, 
I'm not really not sure about this, but well, yeah. And when you thought of Heath Ledger, you thought of uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, and he right. was like, "Really, the well, guy course, from that?" Yeah, I don't of know. course he had Brokeback Mountain. You know, he established himself. Well, I don't think good... that really made people think any better of me. No, no, but I mean, like acting wise, he wasn't just yeah. a heartthrob. Like obviously, that's a, I was a brave move to do uh, that movie, and very dramatic. I never, I saw clips of it, but um, never did see the whole thing, but. Yeah, so I I think that was kind of rest assured. I mean, yeah, it, it still was learning, you know, like oh yeah, he's been in these teen movies, you know. Yeah, well, that's so. the thing about that's the thing about actors, unfortunately, <clears throat> is like once you once you do a few roles, you get typecast, and then nobody can ever imagine you doing anything but that character. Right. So it's just what it's just the way it is, and people don't, you know, people, you know, fear change, you know, and that's the way we are. Absolutely. So it's hard for us to accept that anybody would break out of their little box and do something different and and do it well. So well, yeah. But it's it so often happens that I think it it we're to the point to where yeah we probably will be good. You know, we should yeah. probably expect to be surprised at yeah. this point. So right, yeah, because you know it's it happens so much nowadays. So. Well, you know yeah. who would who would who would have ever thought that that the emo kid from uh, my so-called life with with Claire Danes? Oh, that's right. Yeah, with Claire Danes or yeah or whatever. Yeah, name you're is. right. Yeah, MTV show I, or the I think it was. I yeah. can't remember. If it was ABC or whatever. Maybe it was, it was but, but, yeah. but anyway, who? Yeah. yeah, that guy would win an Oscar. Oh, he's a I pretty mean, boy. Yeah, total pre- pretty. Pretty. Then boy. he had all these little supporting roles, like he was in Fight Club and he was in American Psycho. Yes, and you never would have thought this guy's going to become like this A-list actor. Batman but. killed him in American Psycho. If you look at it, the actors. Oh, that's Christian yeah. Bale. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah. I think yeah, I think he's going to do a great job, and I, I think people should just. Sweat the small stuff. The tattoos, you, you gotta. I mean, look, look at the comics now. There is, there's uh, other looks. There's crazy looks for him now. Like I, I'm not really familiar with the story um, of how he's got these new looks, but apparently his face got ripped off currently, and he's put he's put it back on his. I don't know. It's really? Very, oh, yeah. So I'll take the Leto over that any day. I just, you know, that's. I think that's going yeah. a little too far, but. I'm sure there's a lot of lovers of that out there, but yeah, I don't think there's anything to worry about. I think he's going to do a great job, and he's going to have clothes on. It's not like he's going to be shirtless the whole movie, you know? right? Well, so. well, it's like everybody in that movie is has tattoos. Yeah. Well, I guess at, that's yeah. Maybe David Ayer's in it. I think even he got tatted up by uh, the gal playing Harley Quinn. And, oh yeah, I think they they all kind of bonded as a group, and yeah, a couple, they even had psychiatrists on set because I well. <laughs> At first, people were like, weird. "Oh man, this movie's so intense! They're gonna embody these characters so so much that they're gonna need psychiatric help." But I think a lot of it came from the how Ledger, you know, after the movie uh, in Dark Knight, how he had a lot of uh, mental uh, issues and they weren't dealt with. I guess as they were filming, you're right, and it would have been pretty bad PR if they would, if somebody yeah. else would have gone off the deep end after another well, one of these think, DC I, yeah, movies. Filmed. I think it's a clause now in those movies. I guess uh, that's from what I've read, but it makes sense. But yeah, at first it does sound pretty badass. Like, oh my gosh, they're really embodying these characters, and it's going to be yeah. they're going to really kill people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, they're tat- they're tattooing each other and. All these other crazy stories you hear, like I think Leto was like in character the whole time. It's too bad Tom Hardy didn't uh, get get to be in the movie because because uh, yeah, he's well, already all tatted up. He would have fit right in. What he was he going to be? Makeup. Do you remember what he was going to be? Uh, whatever character that Jai Courtney is playing. Um, uh, oh, Captain Boomerang. I think that's yeah. I yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's Australian character. Wait, Hardy's not Australian. I get that from Mad Max, but yeah, he's <laughs> he's British. He's right? Brit- yeah, yeah, he's British. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, it would have been. But I don't know. They kind of have that same kind of look generally. That same kind of big, tough guy kind of right. look. But uh, I don't know. One Hardy has said recently that he would like to be Bane again. He'd like to hold Batman and uh, Superman underwater until they stop breathing. <laughs> he was just playing with, playing around. But <laughs> And darkness is your ally. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, you know if they brought him back in this universe, they would probably totally introduce the supernatural element of the Venom make them jacked up i bet because that's where they're that's where they're going now so i don't even know if hardy would want to portray bane that way you know like it would be a fresh start for bane but the same actor kind of like judy dench james bond you know what i mean but yeah. embracing a whole new element because that's what i'm digging about these movies where they're going is they're totally embracing supernatural elements and although nolan did a great job i think some of that you know, because, like, the first Iron Man was realistic, right? But then you get to the Avengers. Like, you make that jump, and Nolan's Batman never did. It was always just realistic as possible, you know, even though some of the plot wasn't realistic, like how he got back to Gotham in the third one. And it's hard to see Tom Hardy ever repeating himself, though. He no, he's, seem, yeah, he's... he's even more, with Mad Max, he doesn't seem like the... It seems hard to believe he'd ever come back. To that he's role. in that category. He'll do indies and he'll do like big movies, but I don't see. Yeah, I don't see him just becoming just a, a comic character that is in all these movies. He's, he's kind got, of a. He's kind of a, yeah. He just likes to take a lot of risks and do a lot. He likes to throw it all out there in one movie, but then move on to something different and just keep challenging himself. Well, it's like when Joaquin Phoenix was rumored to be uh, up for Doctor Strange, and I think he was. I never saw him agreeing to a multi-picture deal like that. No, he's just too weird. Because he also <laughs> would have been labeled as a sellout with his community, you know, with the um, indie community. Yeah. I, that's what I'm guessing. But yeah, it's him himself, the actor. He, who, and he's he he's he is strange. He's yeah. He's more than Doctor Strange. Well, yeah, strange. he grew that beard for a while. That was kind of odd, and became a rapper or something. No, really? never did see the movie. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I think Leto's Joker is going to be great. So I, I look forward to it. And yeah, it looks like he's playing around, having fun with. You know what comes with that part? Yeah, teasing the Batman fan and the audience. DC and all that. has all the best villains, so they have Bane and they have the Joker, and they it's mostly have Batman Quinn. villains. The best ones, right? Yeah, Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean Superman. You're not really scared of his villains. I mean, like, no, well, yeah, you got you got Zod, obviously, and um, oh gosh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Oh, of course, I gotta forget that one. Yeah, there's there there are some good Superman villains, Brainiac, but. You know, we've never seen them. That's the problem. And hopefully with these new movies, we're going to see them finally. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be but, a mistake but, not to do that. Yeah, so. but yeah, you're right. Batman does have all the best villains. And pretty games. much. I mean, Arrow. All the best lines. The Arrow show is pretty much using all of Batman's villains, if you watch oh. the show. Oh, really? It's a good show. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know much about Arrow to start with, so I don't know how many villains they've really you know, honored on, on his storyline. But uh, that's obviously something we can discuss later on, but... Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm looking. It's a good time. It's a good time, and those movies are coming, so I, I look forward to it. Sweet. Yeah, and we have some Captain America news. Um, you know, ever since Sebastian Stan became the Winter Soldier, you know, the rumor was, uh, well, he signed a multi-picture deal. So the rumor was, oh yeah, he's going to take over for Cap eventually because I guess the Civil War storyline, Cap dies and Bucky takes up the shield and is Cap for a while, and I think Cap returns. Steve returns. So he was at a Salt uh, Sebastian Stan, the actor who plays uh, Winter Soldier. He was at a Salt Lake City Comic Con, and uh, he was uh, he was asked basically uh, what he thought the next Captain America would be, and he just jokingly, I think jokingly anyway, said myself 
But I guess he's been teased repeatedly by the producers, like, hey, we were, we had this scene where you pick up the shield. And although he's done that scene in uh, uh, Winter Soldier, you know, it's basically like being teased right now. But it does sound like it's be, going to become a uh, strong possibility. So I don't even know if Marvel will go that far in the in the movie verse storyline of Civil War. Because, yeah, I don't know if Captain will die or maybe he'll get severely injured and then they'll have to... You know, I mean, Marvel kind of sugarcoats some things, so I, I don't know if they'll go that dark. I don't know. It's yeah. hard to say. Well, it's yeah, it's hard to know what's going to happen since Chris Evans is also signed to a multi-picture deal. But so, and and he said he wants to play it for as long as possible. Yeah, in the beginning, then, I think he was kind of like, yeah, I, I like I like doing it, but it didn't sound like he was totally committed. Like he wanted to do other things, but now it sounds like it's probably because he's getting very well paid for. His time and it, it's work. It's guaranteed work because these movies are going to keep being made. You know, oh, yeah. It's a, well. Speaking, so he of, wants to speak, do it now. speaking of typecasting, you can't imagine Chris Evans in any other roles really right now. No, it's, but uh, you know he does do good when he's not. Like I don't know if you saw Snowpiercer. That did, didn't really, he direct that though? I don't think so. No, he didn't direct it, but he starred in it. He did oh. direct another movie, and I think oh, that's, okay. I, I think that's coming. That. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I did see. Yeah, you know what? It's like a romantic comedy. I think he directed. <clears throat> wow. Uh, I wish I remember the details, but basically, um, yeah, he's he is a good actor, and he did he did break away from that pretty boy type of thing. I mean, yeah, he still is a pretty boy. He was a that Salt Lake City Comic Con. That must be a big deal because uh, Chris Evans was there too, and so was Haley Atwell and and Anthony Mack. And he, really, Anthony Mack. Yeah, so that must be. Uh, they must have really shelled out the dough to get all those people to show up there. Yeah, I bet so they did. They yeah. did a yeah. They uh, there was a panel there where uh, Anthony Mackie came out as a surprise guest, and so did Haley Atwell. And oh, that's cool. I don't know if you've seen Haley Atwell's dub smashes, but Chris Evans has guest oh, yes. starred in a couple of them. Yeah, or over the past few months, they're so. very funny and creative, and that's that's what's neat about the um, the media out there, the multimedia, you know, the Twitter and everything. You get to see these actors have fun, and that probably helps morale on set a little now, bit. You got to hand it to. Uh, the actors that Marvel is hiring, they're they're really doing a really great job. Oh, yeah. They are with the fans uh, on Twitter and Instagram and all those places. So absolutely, yeah, and it, you know it's free press pretty much. You know, to, yeah, but yeah, I, I see why they probably booked all those people because you got Agent Carter second season coming, and you have Angels and Shield obviously, and then you know Civil War's coming, um, and they're all kind of tied together because they're all kind of you know Agent Carter's at this kind of they're peripheral, all yeah. peripheral character, and so is. With Captain America, and so is, you know, obviously Falcon, for that matter. Yeah, because so. unlike DC, Marvel has embraced their TV community. It's all one universe, so it's continuous. I'm sure there's some continuation issues here and there, but it's it's harder, so much lower, you know? It's like, to get it right. Yeah. And a lot of people think DC's making a mistake of not doing that. I think they are. It's, yeah. It's, un- it's going to be it's confusing. Yeah, yeah, because we got a new Flash coming right. in the movie. Um, I think Supergirl, they talked about maybe being uh, in a Man of Steel follow-up. That was also another thing I wanted to, um, we, um, a little touchback. We talked about this last week on the show about Man of Steel coming. Well, I guess this week Snyder um, said that this is Man of Steel 2, this Batman v Superman. So I guess that squashes that rumor in a way. But for an an independent Superman story, they did talk about Supergirl. And that that show is like going to be premiering. Next month, I believe. So that's gonna be really tough to. They're gonna, you know what? They might, they might learn the hard way here about having TV characters and then yeah. introducing the same character. You know, when when the TV one's fresh, you know, it hasn't been like years. You know, well, like, that that TV Supergirl has such a different tone than what the Warner Brothers DC one movies are trying to do. It's it's very, 
cheery and cheery and girly and <laughs> but you know i think it looks good i i saw like, oh yeah i saw I, another preview to it um I, I love the actress that melissa benoist she seems uh i don't I'm know not that's sure how to pronounce her but name. yeah she does seem like she's gonna yeah do she seems job. really cool yeah. and the suits the suit's simple but it, it's nice it's really cool uh what they came up with and they're totally embracing it it's not nitpicking like it's not like uh you know um in smallville where he he wore the jackets with the s symbol on them giving hints here and there she's totally embracing it it's like yes i'm from another world here's my parents they i think they show the scene where she's getting launched off and yeah they're totally going for it and the special effects look pretty good i was really shocked because when cbs first announced the show i was like i don't know if that's gonna work especially for a cbs cbs yeah you know because they're usually known for more crime driven you know, non-special... Well, I guess they have some special effects, but you know what I'm talking about. CSI, like, everything. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. They, they'll never run out of that, it <laughs> seems. But, yeah, so that's what's nice about what Marvel's doing. And who knows? Maybe DC's uh, making the right decision for them. I mean, the the route they're going with the movies, I, I think that's a good decision for them because they have a lot of catching up to do. You know, having featuring all the multi-characters right off the bat and making it a little dark and... That's very realistic, but also supernatural, and some of the other characters they're exploring. So, yeah, I think it'll work for them, and it's probably a good call. Uh, at least the direction they're going. I don't know about separating the shows from the movie verse, but I, they got to be different than Marvel in a way to make their product, you know, uh, worthwhile. Because if it's just the same Marvel stuff, we've pretty much already seen that and if people aren't interested it's like you know i'm just gonna go see what marvel does you know you guys are you guys are still new at this so <laughs> but who knows we'll see what happens stay tuned um yeah i think that movie's like six months away batman v superman so that's gonna be pretty exciting i, I cannot oh, yeah. wait to see that but yeah it's it's gonna be awesome so yeah other news we got here is a uh, kingsman sequel is moving forward um director matthew vaughn wants to bring colin firth back Spoiler: Colin Firth died in Kingsman, um, but okay. you know the big question is how they're going to do that. <laughs> and Mark Miller, the comic book writer, he uh, also questioned how they could bring Colin back, and he just kind of jokingly said, "Like we could bring in an evil brother with a mustache or a ghost." Uh, apparently, it has been planned out and is said to be pretty good. How the explanation, I guess, how they're going to bring him back. Uh, although it doesn't seem to be a hundred percent yet, but they really want to bring him back. I mean, I understand that he did a great job in that movie and his death was really like they said in this article necessary, but you know, cause it was such a blow to the the movie, you know, he had to uprise and kill Sam Jackson <laughs> pretty much for what he did. Uh, but the, yeah, the main story elements have been worked out. Um, and overall this, uh, it just, you know, why am the return? And they want the story itself to make sense. So yeah, I I support that. I mean, I it's it's more out of like selfishness. I want I want to see Colin again in the role, but I don't also want it to be you know really hard to believe how they brought him back. So it'd be yeah. interesting. I mean, in that world, I could see them making a robot. Even <laughs> I mean, seriously, it, oh, it'd, be, okay. it'd be hokey, but. I mean, look at all the stuff they've done. They've had fun with all that technology, so it's very possible they could ever. I don't know. Maybe a cyborg. Maybe he survived. He got. We well, got shot in the head, right? I don't know. I haven't seen the Kingsman. Oh but, shit! Well, yeah, I, I, I wasn't able to go see it. Yeah, nothing happened. He lived. It was <laughs> yeah. all good. He didn't get shot. I was just making it up. Um, but anyway, yeah. Well, Al needs to see that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, um, Some other yeah. people out there too are like, "Hey, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Thanks." Sorry. Yeah, well... Uh, it's yeah. been out for a while. Come on. 
no. No, it can't. Well, it's still, well, it was still this early this year, I think. Yeah. Really yeah. early this year, but yeah. But it's been out on movie, it's been out, uh, yeah, on video for, gosh, uh, been a few months. I enjoy it. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you borrow it. You need to check it out. That's, okay. that's Al's homework, everybody. <laughs> You'll be back next week for a review. And so, also, we have some uh, Jessica Jones trailer um, review. Uh, what uh, What do you think of the trailer, Al? Well, basically, it just uh, had uh, it showed Jessica Jones's really messy bedroom with a bottle of Jack laying on the floor and some Classy. other other drinking related stuff. So you can tell she's an alky, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, she's laying on the she's laying Alkies. on the bed and laying on the bed, and her alarm clock goes off and. Uh, and it has this really uh, goofy song on it, and then she goes to turn it off and crushes the alarm clock because she's a super heroine, apparently. Um, so I guess uh, we did a little research, and we we learned a little bit of backstory on Jessica Jones. It sounds like she was a character that made an appearance in this Alias comic book back in 2001, uh, and I think the creator, the writer on it was Brian Michael Bendis. And it sounds like she was... Uh, Kind of a B level superhero in that universe around the Marvel universe. She uh, was a superhero named Jewel, and then she became a private eye as a civilian. And it sounds like there's some really dark stuff in that in that comic book. It was kind of an R rated Marvel comic book, so it was um, there was a little bit of a really weird stuff where she got captured by this guy named the Purple Man in there. Yeah, it was a Daredevil and, villain. Yeah, and so he like captured her and did some tortured her and god knows what else to her yeah sounds like some crimes all sounds that, like all some that. really sick stuff yeah and so, so so that i think that might have led to her alcoholism or something like that so it sounds like it's a yes you can see why it's on netflix along with daredevil it's some really dark themes well and i think she lives in hell's kitchen so it links daredevil automatically and luke cage is going to be in the show and i think uh he's got his own show obviously coming out which they have release stills of oh, crossover yeah oh yeah it's gonna be a major crossover and i guess uh, i don't know in that comic we were just talking about she was peter parker's classmate who had a crush on him in high school as well yeah <laughs> apparently i get yeah i guess uh, there's many variations basically i think on her that might have been a retcon but yeah some were really dark and serious and some were more lighthearted. probably the spider-man storyline that was yeah so yeah, I you so know, it's a really interesting character. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't sound like it's the kind of kind of show kids are going to be able to watch. But well, who but, knows? I don't know. It does. It doesn't look dark. Really, it kind of has some like light colors to it. I don't know. Personally, I didn't really know about it, much of her character until now. But it looked like a comedy kind of. So <laughs> I guess I'm going to be wrong on that one. Um, but yeah, it's you know if it's like Daredevil, which I hope. I think they did say in the beginning it's going to be a little bit more comedic than Daredevil is, because obviously if you have dark show after dark show, it's probably you know going to be a little depressing. So you need to put a little light into it. So I think they're going to probably mess around with both those elements. And it would be really cool for uh, Matt Murdock to, to walk by or something. Uh, I don't know if they have a history themselves. I know his, this purple man villain. I don't even know if that'll be explored. Well, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine her not running into Matt Murdock considering they live in the same area of right. the city. So yeah, no, I, I hope, I hope that they do that. And it, you know, for me, it's just a minor cameo. I think it would be really cool. I don't yeah. know. What do you think of Kristen Ritter in the role? Uh, what do, what do you think of her as an actress? I guess. I uh, I'm not sure what oh, has she done. She's been in Breaking Bad, and she's um she's been in a few movies. Um, I don't know. She's kind. Of, she, I don't know. She's a kind of a 
a kind of an unconventional looking actor. I mean, not like she looks bad or anything, but she's kind of a kind of a frail looking, kind of a, this dark haired brunette. It's probably what they want though for a tortured character, maybe. Maybe, you know, yeah, maybe the, so. She, she doesn't look the best health wise, you know, like she she could use. <laughs> they're probably going to make her look pretty bad in the <laughs> she's an alcoholic. In, yeah, in I don't know. It's you know, well, with her smashing an alarm clock, for instance, maybe that's. You know, like I, I, you know what? I could see them totally being like comedic, but obviously they hint to the darker past, and it's just kind of like they balance that out. So, yeah, I don't know how it'll work. I'm not really familiar with her acting, but just going off of Marvel's history, I mean, their projects, they usually hire the right people to do the job. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of pressure to do the right job. So, you know, um, like Daredevil worked out great. Uh, the actor escapes me right now who played Daredevil, but man, he did a. Is it Charlie Hunnam? Yes, yeah. yes, he did an excellent job. He just became that character, and it's nearly impossible to watch that Ben Affleck movie anymore because you know it. They no, they no. just did it so right. Well, and the movie doesn't hold up too well. No. So yeah, they. I think they'll do a great job. And the guy playing Luke Cage, I don't know his name. Uh, I don't either. Apologize about that, but uh, he looks great for the part. I mean, I uh, guess I haven't even seen him. I guess they're just both um, they're just both uh, bulletproof and have you know uh, a lot of strength. Both characters, you mean? Yeah, both characters. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, huh. yeah, there's some cool stills about on his show. But yeah, they, they're all they the really haven't get, they really haven't told us much about about the show. There's um, been a lot. Of, yeah, we, been we, been can, a lot of we can only we can really only go off uh, what the comic book history is. So we've so yeah, it's hard to tell what exactly the tone the the trailers so far have been kind of dark and hinting at a lot of you know the alcohol and the the really crazy stuff that's going on in her private investig private investigations. But other than that, yeah, it's it's been very mysterious. So yeah, yeah, I. I, yeah, I I'm I'm getting more interested than I was because yeah, yeah after Daredevil, too. after Daredevil I was like I don't know really anything about these other characters but there's a reason for them to be chosen to have their own show you know and that's probably they're probably going to explore a lot of those it's elements. difficult to doubt Marvel at this at this uh, yeah pace and they, time yeah well the only the only misstep they've kind of done is in my opinion the first season of Agents of Shield that was a little rocky but they did make up for it in season two and yeah so but that's also ABC Netflix is totally different because they have more freedom to do oh yeah i mean if you see daredevil holy crap you're gonna be like what's this rated it's at, at parts you're gonna be like what's this rated but yeah it's just brutal but it's it's very good and entertaining so i look forward to that coming out in blu-ray soon daredevil because season two will be dropping early next year i think so cool and i don't know when jessica jones premieres do you happen it's sometime that? this year i don't know oh, exactly this year? the exact date yeah I'm, oh, i think sweet. i'm pretty sure it's this year yeah well i'll be ready Oh, yeah. Also, a little uh, reminder out there. Everyone has Netflix. Uh, season 5 of Walking Dead just dropped, so check that out. I know I'm going to be getting on that pretty soon, <laughs> but that's just thought I, was, I could link that with Netflix material. So, yeah, check that out. But, yeah, I, I look forward to Jessica Jones and this Luke Cage coming out. I don't know what Luke Cage's show is called or if it's just simply Luke Cage. Probably just Luke Cage. And is it is her show called Jessica Jones or is it AKA? No, it's just Jessica Jones. Okay. So yeah, I guess there was a uh, ABC at one time was developing it, and they were going to call it AKA. Yeah, so, makes sense. So yeah, moving on. Um, the Spectre song dropped this week. Uh, Writings on the wall actually dropped Friday, right? I think it came out Friday. Yeah, that's when he first. Uh, well, I'll, 
I guess uh, that's when Sam been, Smith allowed people to listen to it, I suppose. On he's been teasing it, like very short teases. But yeah, he finally released it Friday. It's really hard to find. <laughs> I mean, the, but I will give uh, you know props to all these people on YouTube who've immediately created the recreated the song their own way like they're playing the piano they're showing oh, you are how, they oh yeah they're showing you how it doesn't take it doesn't take youtubers long to start covering it Heck no no i need views I'll cover it's a popular awesome. song oh but it's awesome it's so yeah. cool it's like it also makes you kind of like you know this song isn't terrible because if it was people wouldn't put this yeah. much you know effort I'll, into it i'll be honest i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan of the song yet uh it's it might grow on me it's uh, yeah it sounds kind of whiny and i don't know it i've got there it does sound kind of you know kind of like a bond theme in some ways but uh uh, I don't know. It might it might take a while. It, it really didn't. There re- really wasn't a lot about about it that really struck me as anything special. But obviously, the singer's really good. But. Well, yeah, he brings a lot of soul into it. You know, oh, yeah. he kind of has a Tom Jones at some parts of the song. You know how that you can, whatever you call that in music profession. I don't know. He that you can take a note high, really high, and you know he's got he's got uh, he's got uh, rhythm or whatever you call it. But anyway, it I think it's it's pretty good. It sounds really good. Um, I don't know about the lyrics much. I only heard it once, and I was at work, so I couldn't totally be relaxed about it. <laughs> but yeah, I was on my I was on my lunch. I was like, I got to hear this, and so of all places, I found it at. Perez. Maybe you shouldn't be saying this. <laughs> what? No, the, listening to it at work. Oh, no, I no, I was on my lunch. It's okay. But yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, at all places, Perez Hilton had a link to it, and I was able to listen to it. So I was. Uh, I don't know if that's been taken down since, but. I do plan to buy it, so uh, you know I don't feel too guilty about that. But I think it's okay. It's I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You know, a lot of times what happens is when once I see it in the actual movie itself on the title sequence, it, it like it uh, starts it starts being a lot better to me. So these yeah. songs, well, so I, for whatever reason, the visuals help it. I don't know why that that, that happened with the Skyfall song and uh, true and yeah. uh, Chris Cornell's song. Um, so I so uh, even, well, it, yeah. So even uh, Jack. Jack White song I, and Alicia Keys that kind of grew on me a little bit. After I like I that song. Yeah, I pretty much like all the songs. Uh, I don't like the Madonna one from Die Another Day. That's awful in my opinion, but they're all pretty good uh, otherwise. But um, excuse me. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that yeah, I think we need to see it visually and put into the movie. <clears throat> but there might be a reason why it, it's whiny because these songs usually set up the mood for the movie. And there's a lot. Looks like there's gonna be like at least a, one funeral in this movie. So. You know, it's going to be some more death and depression, pretty much. And Bond's probably in a bad state. Uh, his house is gone. And although he didn't care, but he's probably mourning his car. <clears throat> the car or... Oh, well, he's... Uh, I don't know. He's, like we were joking about before, he probably falls in love with another girl and she dies. Well, and, of course. Uh, what else is new? Yeah, because there is a lyric in the song or something. If if I... So, it's it's more of a love song to me, from what I've heard. But yeah, I need to hear it more. I just... I'm not just not. I'm just not able to right now. So I, I will try and buy that, and I'm gonna probably analyze the hell out of it. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, but, the ladies haven't learned by now. You fall in love with James Bond, bad things are gonna happen to you. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, you get painted gold or walk something. Away. I don't know. Just yeah. walk away or covered in oil. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we looks like we got an Avengers deleted scene featuring Thor. Uh, this was a major problem. I think a lot of people had with uh, Age of Ultron. That whole cave scene was very brief. Not much explanation. This two-minute scene they cut helps it make a little bit more sense, but still there's questions. But apparently, when he gets in the water, instead of just lightning shooting him, shooting from him like it was in the movie, he gets possessed by this entity, and 
think Dr. Selvik, I think that's the character, the doctor with him is asking this entity all these questions and it's involving Ragnarok. I think that's the third Thor movie and the Infinity um, storyline they're going to be uh, uh, doing pretty soon here with the next two Avenger movies. So yeah, I thought I thought the scene could have helped a little bit. Honestly, it was only two minutes. I am like, I'm just thinking these Hollywood people like, well, it could have been this Pearl Mutter guy too. I don't know, <laughs> calling the shots. He was that. He was the uh, old guy that uh, Feige had to answer to. He was really strict on things. Hard to say. But, or it could have been that created the Marvel creative team themselves that just. Oh, that's true. That's they're gone now too. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah hard to say, but yeah. Gosh, it was only two minutes. I'm like, you know, people would stay for two minutes. Come on, if they're gonna stay for two post scenes. They're gonna stay for an extra two minutes of this cave scene, even though I think it could have used a little bit more than two minutes to explain things. But anyway, it was very. I thought it was really cool and creepy because his eyes like glow and he's talking this in this demented voice and. In flexing, you know, maybe they thought it was too creepy for general audiences. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, gosh, Ultron's already creepy enough, but maybe they thought we're going DC here. We can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> poor Chris, uh, or um, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he probably worked out a lot for that scene because <laughs> he's flexing and he looks like he's literally hulking out. He's in his a uh, hot, hot Thor time machine. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, hey, that was a great scene. Yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, I've been eating chicken breast for months <laughs> now and working out nonstop. I haven't seen my family, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the scene. I flexed oh, yeah. for two minutes straight. Well, sorry, Chris. We're going to have to cut that. Two minutes. Oh, that's okay. And he just goes to smash a wall or something and walks out. Got oiled up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been Oscar worthy, damn it. So, veins. Yeah, veins. Yeah, he did show some veins, <laughs> that's for sure. But, yeah, it would have really been a cool scene. And if you look back in the first trailer for Age of Ultron, the teaser anyway, there was this... There's, there was this woman in that cave, and I don't know if they ever explained who she was, but she was obviously cut. Even this scene doesn't show her. There was a lot in those in those Avengers trailers they cut out of the movie. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is just entirely separate. Basically, all this was meant... <laughs> Scarlet Witch started all this with all these hallucination type of his, or future moments that are going to happen with the characters. So, yeah, it was kind of odd. You know, it, honestly, looking back, they should have just cut the cave scene entirely. And Thor could have just came back without any explanation. It would have been kind of dumb, but he would have been like, I had a vision. So it's like, oh, just go with it. It's better than just going to this cave. And that's all you have is a vision of getting shocked to death and <laughs> screaming. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm looking forward to the more deleted scenes on the Blu-ray. It's getting tougher and tougher for them. They <laughs> they have so many characters now. and It is. So it many is. characters. To fit, and they keep introducing new ones. So it's not easy for anybody. I, I can see why Joss Whedon really... Almost went off the deep end. But I mean, to Ultra, put that together. Yeah, well, I think he's got, uh, you know, he got a little bit burned, I bet, by the Marvel team and everything, because it seems like he really had a pull for. He wanted that farm scene in there and he wanted the cave scene, but Marvel was like, no, we can only have one or the other. And mm-hmm. obviously, you can't take the farm scene out because that's a critical moment. Also, gives you a glimpse of Civil War with Captain America and um, uh, Iron Man duking it out. Uh, you know, they're, you know, having an argument, a discussion. If oh, you chopping would. wood. Yeah, right. And that introduces Nick Fury, so that'd be kind of weird if he came out of nowhere. So, anyway, uh, we got one more thing, looks like. It's a Batman discussion. Yeah. And so, so basically, since um, uh, yesterday was Batman Day, which I didn't know about. As a Batman fan, I should have known about. But uh, it's late, but happy Batman Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Belated so, Batman Day. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. You should be. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway. What was that? Hi. <laughs> <I. laughs> 
I'm broke. Who what? are you? <laughs> I'm Christian Bale. I can't see him. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so anyway, a poll was uh, uh, ran um, to determine the best live action Batman so far. Um, the results were, uh, this is all uh, from least to most or favorite, whatever. Uh, Louis G. Wilson, uh, who did it like back in the serial days. And he happens to be the Bond producer, Michael G. Wilson's father. Found that out a couple years ago. It's kind of oh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Bond and Batman are tied together somehow. Uh, Robert uh, Lowry, Adam uh, Lowry, Ad- Lowry, Adam West, uh, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale tops it obviously because he's the most recent. What's your opinion on that? What do you think is the best live action Batman? Oh gosh, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, it it. There's just so many different ways that they were played. I mean, uh, Christian Bale was so you know grounded and down to earth. He was kind of, except for the voice that everybody makes fun of, mm-hmm. uh, the Batman voice. I, I, he was that trigger. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you wouldn't give it to anybody else. Ordinary tradition. <laughs> but uh, um, but uh, yeah. I mean, George Clooney. He was in there for like five minutes, so he didn't leave much of an impression. Uh, and he never changed his voice either. If you yeah. Just, I freeze on Batman. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you're Bruce Wayne too. <laughs> Val Kilmer, he was great, but he like he was another guy that was in there for one role, so he's a one and done. Or Michael Keaton, I, I he was great, I. But um, um, I I don't know. He's it's it's kind of a toss up for me between Keaton and and Bale. But obviously Adam West, that's a totally different Batman than what for the what, times. Yeah, it was good. I mean it was just, and it was good for comic sales. They brought that you know book back pretty much. I think it was pretty much going out of out of business or whatever the whole, you know, people were just weren't reading anymore. And that 60s show really yeah. brought it back. And I, I haven't seen anything with Lowry or Wilson. So I, uh, for me, I guess it would have to be Bale and then, uh, or toss up between Bale and Keaton. And then maybe, uh, you know, uh, Kilmer and, and then, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'd take Adam West over George. Clooney. Well, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, some people like to do this as well. Now you could have one Batman, one favorite Bruce Wayne in one or separate. Who do you think did the best Batman? Who did the best Bruce Wayne? If you could choose. Oh gosh, that's tough. Ooh, the best Bruce Wayne. Adam West, right? Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Come uh, on, old chum. Let's go down the bat poles. <laughs> Remember that one where he had a smoking jacket on <laughs> and an ascot or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's our, I don't know. What do you think? I personally, I think Batman for me. Now I'm going off of um, portrayal, or um, you know, uh, I loved Keaton's Batman because I liked his voice and just the, his look. Mm-hmm. In the first movie more than others. I mean, I loved yeah. I loved Christian Bale's Batman, but I didn't I didn't dig the voice. Voice is a big turn off, and <laughs> you could see more fighting from the Keaton Batman, in my opinion, because you know a lot of the Nolans was shortcuts and couldn't really see all the detail. And Nolan doesn't really know how to film action. No, well. he doesn't. But you know, he's still a good filmmaker. But uh, I think best Bruce Wayne is Christian Bale, in my opinion. So you know, if you could pick and choose that, I'd say Keaton is Batman, Bale's Bruce Wayne. There really, I don't think there really has been one who could really do it great. You know, because yeah, if you look at uh, Adam West, he was just like George Clooney. He didn't. There wasn't really no difference in voice between them. You know. So you yeah, could, you could, I mean there was. I mean, let's Keaton, face it, it was yeah. a it was a l- low budget show. You just I mean. never get over the Keaton's like I'm Batman. You know, what you <laughs> tell all your friends about me, and I just I just love that because it's, it's just in, you know, it's in my mind from yeah, childhood. And he was, and he was yeah, he was the first like 
semi-serious Batman. His you know, eyes, like, and he just looked, he just, yeah. Even though when he was chosen originally, Kevin Smith puts it best, like, the internet didn't exist then, but the internet broke when he was cast, because people were, like, so uh, upset. And, well, yeah, it just goes back to the typecasting thing we were talking about. Like, yeah. nobody, you know, nobody in their... Nobody would have expected Michael Keaton as Batman. But it's like I mean, Ben Affleck. Have predicted it. The minute they put him in the suit, people shut up because yeah. he had a muscle suit. And I think people thought he was going to be in like tights or something. I mean, hell, Bill Murray was attached to the original Batman movie, which uh, maybe would have been pretty cool. I don't know. I know. It's kind of a stretch. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Well, the more I read into it, like he could have. I don't know. It could have been something cool. But anyway, wow. I think Keaton's, Keaton's my fa- uh, favorite Batman. That The suit from the first movie is my favorite. I don't like the return suit. It just seems more fake, plasticky. The first one had armor to it. It had, like, you know, uh, armor piercing. Uh, you know, he had the pecs and everything. He didn't have the tits like uh, <laughs> like Kilmer did in uh, Clooney. Even though what's funny is on the, the Batman Robin front, everyone always bitches about the bat nipples. But if you look at um, Forever, he had the bat nipples, too. It's like, people, you're overseeing this here. You're just... The movie's shit, but uh, the tits weren't introduced until the last movie, so... Although I didn't appreciate those butt shots they used. Yeah, <laughs> that was a yeah. It's yeah. I, even even Adam West had more respect for the character. <laughs> I, I don't know what. The, Although that bat dance Schumacher is pretty horrific. That bat dance uh, West did. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and I you know, and I have seen the serials uh, actually because when I was a kid, I'd be so desperate to see some Batman stuff. I wouldn't have it, you know, so I'd be like, oh, I got to find something. And actually, I found one of these cereals in a in a drugstore. It was up north where we vacationed. And I was like, oh, we got to get this. It was black and white. They gave no shits about the suit. The ears are just like, they're not even level. They're just kind of like, it's just like if you buy a cheap Batman costume right now, put the cowl on, your ears are just pointing wherever direction, you know, and yeah, they didn't really care. <laughs> well, they didn't have the money. That's the thing. You'll, you'll see there's a lot of cereals out there of you know, old comic book characters. But yeah, they just didn't have the budget to do it. They just wanted to get them out there for the kids. I mean, my my grandpa remembers seeing them. I mean, these came out in the 40s. Wow. 40s and early 50s, I think, these came out. And they were, I think Columbia owned them, and they released them. Yeah, I don't know if, how often they released a, an episode, but it yeah, it's... Uh, I actually was... It was easier to watch as a kid, but I tried to watch them recently, and I do own them. I own one of them on DVD, it's it's hard to watch, but there's uh, there's elements in there that um, like Katie Holmes' character. Um, oh gosh, Rachel, what was her name? Uh, crap. But anyway, she her character it wasn't Ra- Rachel. Crap. I'm sure that. No, 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 no. Yeah, uh, Rachel. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's Rachel something. I can't. remember. Anyway, her character was in one of these serials, so her character's been around for a while. And Vicky wow. Vale was actually in one of them too. So that that was kind of cool. Like, oh yeah, you know, because they were still. I don't even think Joker was around yet. Maybe he was, but Batman did not battle the villains we know these days uh, at all. So, yeah, and yeah, West obviously brought those villains into the mainstream. A lot of color to them. But yeah, personally, yeah, Keaton's my favorite. And I like Bale's uh, Bruce Wayne. But I, 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 You know, I kind of wonder, has there really, can you really say there's been a definitive Batman performance thus far? Or maybe we're yet to see it. Who knows? Like uh, according to the Warner Brothers execs, maybe we will have the next definitive yeah. one. Well, and I'm I'm making that prediction. I really think Ben Affleck's going to be the best once we see him in action. We I just already, hope I just hope he doesn't have that whiny Ben Affleck voice in any no in any of his portrayal. Well, you know, Kevin Smith has said like they could use a, a voice modulator, like Arrow does. 
I'm for that. I do not want the smoker voice. The, the hey, I'm Clint Eastwood. Hey, I was yeah, a smoker for 50 years. I don't, I don't want that either. I'm, yeah, because you're looking back, it's really like it's goofy. The Batman, well, even even after Bane knows who who Batman is, problem. he's still using that's it. That's the problem with Rises. The cat, he's talking to Catwoman. She knows who he is. He's like, put it in throttle. Put the throttle in. And no question about Bruce. Shut up. Just talk to me normal here. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, when she leaves that rooftop, he's like, so that's what it feels like. And it's like, <laughs> who's he talking to? <laughs> but, yeah, and, and, and Lucius Fox in the second one, when he shows him what he set up the sonar, he's like, beautiful, isn't it? And he'd be like, Bruce, really? Are you that into character here? It's like, just talk to me like normal here. I'm not going to talk to a smoking voice guy. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, he had that big scene where Joker, he's like, you know, Joker's like, oh, they're going to kill each other. He's like, people are going to do good in there. <laughs> and it's just like, what the hell? Where is it? Yeah, so, yeah, the voice is probably, well, still, though, Keaton's look and voice, I still like, even though if Bale would have done his own thing, so, well, I mean, I guess Bale did do his own thing, <laughs> nobody would go that route, you know, he, he's very, you know, into character, so, yeah, that's just my complaint about Bale's performance, really, but I liked his Bruce Wayne, you know, he was, yeah, he's, he's good really looking, cool. and you could just see him as Bruce Wayne, and he just totally try to ham it up as a you know pretty much of a, a dickhead rich guy you know didn't care about anything so yeah so yeah i think uh yeah i think that's uh i think affleck will be the definitive batman that's my prediction so we'll see i'll start apologizing after the movie comes out maybe i don't know <laughs> i doubt it, it the, the fight scenes alone look great so i think they're really on to something so with that said, I don't really have anything else. I don't know if Al's got anything he wants to talk about. No, I think we're good for this week. Um, yeah, I think uh, we got some unboxing we're gonna do. We're gonna unbox this uh, this uh, pop vinyl figure I got of the of the Star Wars uh, uh, Sand Trooper and Dewback. Sweet. But, uh, yeah, I picked it up at uh, well, I got it off Walmart.com. But yeah, we'll throw that up on YouTube. Yeah, that's gonna be our first video. People that are into unboxing stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, we might I do mean, a few more of these. Even on our Facebook page, you know, those have been popular. Al's been posting the new ones he's bought, and I don't know. Can you even get into your apartment now? Is there? Is, well, that, is that how many you have? Or I've got, well, the shelves are getting pretty full of these <laughs> of these figures. So I, yeah, I, I I'm just sticking to Star Wars because, like yeah. I, I told you before, I I can't get into Marvel or DC or any of these other or all these other movie properties because. I, I'd love you'll, to, but it's a rabbit hole. You'll never, you'll yeah. Just keep going. And they make so many variants. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. You know, it's it's just like DVDs. They make you know they make new special editions of of this stuff, and it's just yeah. You'll never you'll never stop buying stuff, and so it's, I there's people out there that have hundreds and hundreds of these things. Oh, I bet, I bet. And like they're they have their entire wall filled up with with these boxes and of these characters and toys and shelves full of these of these action figures so i it's it's insane though i i don't want to go i don't want to ever be that bad so it's probably addicts out there going to classes yeah really they I'm are sure. they're addicted to i mean i can see why because they're cool i mean they're and they're they're really cute and they they're, are and they're yeah. in the and like it it brings back so much nostalgia and and sentiment for you know whatever tv show or movie or you know and they have like you know they have every show or tv or you know, TV show or movie or whatever else you can think of. And they've got stuff for Star Trek, Star Wars, um, you know, Family Guy. They've got um, Pulp Fiction. You know, everything. Everything you think of. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The, 
just uh, Game of Thrones and the Breaking Bad. And, uh, every every you know almost every TV show they're coming out with Hunger Games figures next, and they've got Harry, Harry Potter. And, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. They've got all the all the Disney properties, you know, like Inside Out, and that's huge right now. And and uh, you know How to Train Your Dragon, you know those movies and. <laughs> Frozen, Frozen is huge. Oh, of course. Like, I mean, like all these, oh yeah, all these parents are buying the Frozen figures for their kids, so <laughs> and for themselves. Right. So it's yeah. So yeah, hopefully you guys like that video. Uh, well, I don't know if we'll have it up tonight or not, but it'll be coming soon. And obviously, we got like I've been talking about, we got some uh, Halloween projects we're working on. So I'm anxious to get those out to you. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna introduce some new elements in these uh, shows. So. Hopefully uh, everybody digs it, and uh, stay tuned for all that. So, uh, yeah, as usual, just please check us out on our Facebook page, uh, Twitter, YouTube. What else we got? Oh, web- our website, and they're all titled Field of Geeks, so please check that out. And uh, as well, as usual, thanks to Lanero for the music. It's great. And uh, just please check them out at net. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. All right, well. I should do it. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And, uh, yeah, we will definitely be back next week. 